Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast, It's Reclaimed Audio, with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Bill Lutz, and Tim Sway. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 234 for May 6th, 2020. Actually, today's May 4th, so may the 4th be with you, gentlemen. And also um, with you. Thank you. Uh, this week's uh, actually, I got introduced. Now, now we have a guest who piped in there unexpectedly, but I'm glad that you did, because uh, normally it's just Tim and Bill with me. Of course, I'm Phil. You all know that. But uh, this week we have the very decent Keith with us, who is uh, actually it's a good good time to explain why Keith is with us, because <laughs> he ponied up the dough. That's why he's with us. For only seventy five dollars on Patreon, you too can be a guest host on Reclaimed Audio. So, we're very happy to have Keith on the show today for numerous reasons. Contractually. Uh, mostly, fi- <laughs> mostly financial. 75 of those reasons? See, I'm, I'm a good, I'm a uh, segue enabler. You guys don't even <laughs> yeah. see it happening in the background. No, you did it, man. You did it. Um, but this week's top Patreon supporters are Lakeside Woodcrafter, Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy DeResta. <laughs> Scott Turner, Greg Mead, Chad Grossclaws, Shane Bronson, Jeff Shaw, Infinite Craftsman, LiquidRC.com, Jim Bashirs, Paul Jackman, the boys over at Maybe I've Said Too Much, Creator Nader, Wesley Treat, Rob Ray, Darren Mattis, Kling Spore, Isotunes, Tim Holliner, <laughs> Levi Hogue, who we all call it, and uh, Gangi oh, and Pop Pop Makerspace. Don't worry, I got it all in on my side. Um, let's start with what we're working on, and uh, let's give it up to Mr. Decent. Keith, uh, hey, yeah. what's happening over there? What are you doing? Uh, a lot. <laughs> a lot <laughs> is happening. Um, I picked a very good time to move, apparently. Uh, this The whole thing that's going on has slowed me down, but I moved to a new house with a big, big shop in the backyard. That's a, oh, cool. uh, it's like a six-bay auto body shop that the guy, uh, he moved to uh, South Carolina. Uh, and uh, Wow. It is a big change from being in the basement where I could not stand up all the way and uh, having my tools collapsing on me and my projects collapsing on me and my wood pile collapsing on me as I was trying to work. So now I have a big bright shop that I'm trying to fill with stuff because it looks very sad in there right now. <laughs> so tell us the how that came about. Um, I live. Uh, I moved up from... Westchester in I don't know. No one here knows New York, so it doesn't matter. I moved to a place. I know Westchester. Uh, five, yeah, five years ago, actually six years ago now, that was uh, starting to become really cool, and then it became really cool. And uh, in doing so, my property value rose enough to buy a bigger house with a better with a, with an actual garage elsewhere, about twenty minutes east of there. So uh, I'm a little closer to family now, which is nice, and I have. Uh, you know, I, I saw that shop and I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't even care what the house looks like. <laughs> it's it's so, funny. It's a 140-year-old house, which has uh, got its quirks. Well, you know what? I, I've been following along on Instagram as you've been, you know, sort of fixing the place up. And, and when I first saw that you bought that house and I started seeing the projects that you're doing, my first house was built in the 1880s. So it was similar. And it had, like, you know, 
bark on the beams in the basement and stuff, you know. Oh and, yeah. And um, yeah, this and I, I remember everything was crooked and nothing fit, and I was like seeing you kind of going. I was like, oh man, I was like, what a sucker. I was like, I will never do that again. That guy's a fool. <laughs> and then I saw your garage. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I do that for that garage. I get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a small price to pay. Yeah. And like when you said everything's wavy and un- uneven, like you have no idea. This house is like it's like a funhouse mirror of a house inside in a lot of places. Like the floor is actually just completely bow. This is the original floor is from yeah. from 1880, and wow. it's crazy. I used to be able to put a marble on the floor. I just put a marble on the floor one side of my kitchen and just just watch it roll. <laughs> yeah, if I if I put a marble on the floor anywhere in this house, it won't know where which way to go. Like, oh, it's just too, it's a bowl. It's too many options. Yeah, it's just a big. It's like actually the the master bathroom is it's like a bit of a skate ramp. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> it's also carpeted. It. It's also carpeted oh. and has a. Uh, it is. It is um, like the worst of the '80s meets the worst of town and country living. The, yeah. the person who decorated this place. <laughs> yeah. it, it's it's bad. That's that's when they <laughs> stopped carrying floors underneath all that carpeting, though. Yeah. Um. Some of the carpeting, yes. Some of the carpeting, no. There's actually linoleum under the carpet in my bedroom, so I just after I pulled that up, I just like slowly rolled the carpet back down, <laughs> just patted it nicely. But and I would imagine away. under the linoleum there might be wood floors. Oh, that's yeah. But yeah. you know. <laughs> well, come on, man! I've seen everything you've been doing so far. Your 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 one room and in the kitchen, and everything's coming out great. Be yeah, adventurous. Pull no, that I stuff will, up. I will. Just that's, pull I'm, it up. I'm gonna be living here for a while. It's not like I need to be uh, pulling everything up before I get settled in. You know, he's gotta get the Plus shop for, taken care of first. All right, settle yeah, down. Exactly. <laughs> Luckily, the shop came pretty much empty and clean and freshly painted and everything. But the uh, no, the rooms the rooms are a nightmare in a lot of places. It's crazy. So if this garage it was like it really was a mechanics um, it was garage an auto shop, yeah. So an auto body, so that means that this whole thing is like rated for commercial. If you wanted to run a business out of there, yeah, yeah, it's uh, I could easily. That's amazing. I mean, I, I'm I'm kind of running my business as it is now because, but I just don't have foot traffic. Right. So much, you can make it a legal business. Like, yeah. 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 It was a good choice considering you know where we are now. I yeah. need to. I don't need to be paying. Because once you do that, you're paying more electricity on your electricity bill because there's a premium on that. Is you got to get a dumpster. It's all this this stuff that just you know it's an upfront yeah. cost I don't need. So yeah, yeah, interesting, amazing, very very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I don't want anybody walking into. I've already had two or three people drive up my driveway thinking it was an auto body shop already. <laughs> <laughs> like I see a car come up and I'm like, who is that? Oh, there's a dented quarter panel. No, it's not. A, not the <laughs> there's a little hair sticking out of the bumper. Can you fix that real yeah. quick? Yeah. <laughs> so. But it's good because he wasn't he wasn't doing mechanical work, so there's not it wasn't there's not like oil stains everywhere. It doesn't smell right. in there. Right. It was basically just body paint, body panels and paint. Yeah, right. So that's I was so, really so fortunate. Two twenty in your shop though, still though, right? Two twenty, yeah. I got two twenty. I have an eight hundred gallon compressor that he left in there. Wow. Um, oh. Yeah. Nice. But, oh, nice. He, but he there... didn't leave me. But he didn't leave me the piece that connects the uh, the one inch pipe to the air hose. So I gotta get one of those. <laughs> but it, and he left a spray booth, a full car size spray booth in there. Cool. Nice. So that was so, my next question. That is crazy. So there's like an exhaust fan and everything. Oh yeah, it's all hooked up. It's amazing. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, and it's it, I, I've only been using a brush in there for right now because I don't have the hookup. But uh, it's been great just because like I've never been able to finish a project and then go work on something as soon as I was done finishing that. Like mm-hmm. right with the dust. So this is yeah, it's got the two full walls of filters and the exhaust. Oh, oh so wow. it's pressurized. Crazy. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, Phil used a cardboard box the other day. I sure did. <laughs> and I, used, I, used, I used to like drag uh, stuff into my stairwell in the basement 
lean it up, like lean it up against the wall, and then like pull a piece of insulation into the opening behind me, and then go outside, yeah. and then go back down the stairs in the house so it wouldn't get dusty. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's hardcore. Yeah, you've never seen you've never seen a dining room table on a thirty six inch wide uh, concrete stairwell, <laughs> like and me crawling <laughs> crawling underneath it to get out of the hatch and then go yeah. back around. Yeah. Nope, I haven't seen that. <laughs> I leave those parts out of the videos. I shouldn't. <laughs> those are I think, the best I think, parts. I can't believe. I think that's the part I want to watch. <laughs> I know. Well, there's the problem. The problem is there's no place to put the camera in that in that, in that point. You know? GoPro I'm, strapped to your forehead. Strap it to my yeah. face. Yeah. 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 Um, let's uh, let's find out what Bill is up to. What are you doing these days? Uh, well, I'm on <clears throat> makercation, so I'm not really making anything. However, I did just get notified that um, the shooting range that Casey and I liked the most just was able to reopen with new uh, social distancing uh, standards. So, <laughs> hey, this is pretty good. I'm going to be able to get out and go do me some shooting again. So I like that. Probably one of the easiest places to enforce social distancing <clears throat> yeah. is at the firing range. Six feet or else. It, you know, it's it's people are usually really polite there and, yeah. and they obey the rules. So yeah, it's it's a uh, yeah. And so it's like a ten lane, uh, shoot indoor shooting range. So what they did is they just cut it in half. So it's every other lane will be open. You can mm-hmm. only have a maximum of two people per lane. Nobody in the lane in between you, and you have to go in the front door. You can't do any transactions inside the store. You have to go in, put your name on the list at the front door. When everything's ready, then you go wait in your car. Then when everything's ready, you come back in. So it's 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 definitely the new world mm-hmm. order of things, but. I just I like to go shooting. It's fun, and uh, and I'm excited that now that is open and it's not too far from my house. So, yeah, people think like I think for someone who's never been shooting before, they think of it as like probably literally the Wild West, where you go in there and people shoot their guns all over the place and people right. are nuts. Ooh, no. Very very different. You're, it's like the strictest place in the world. Everybody very is. much adheres to the rules, and there are quite a few rules. You can't leave the lane. You got to put your gun down first. You all these like I went shooting. There's cameras watching each lane, so yeah. they can see your gun's got to be pointed down range at all times. You cannot shoot. You have to wait a second in between shots, so there's no like rapid firing. You know, I mean it's 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 controlled shooting at target. So so you're perfecting your aim is what it's for. Yeah. Now, if you live in a place that has a lot of uh, BLM land, uh, you can go out shooting in the just anywhere. I used to do it in Utah all the time where you just go out in the middle of the desert somewhere and you can shoot all you want. There you can be a little bit more free, but then you got to worry about, are there other people around? So you're responsible for knowing where you're shooting, what's going on. Is somebody kind of come up behind you that wants to go camping and you're out, you know, shooting your shotgun at a, what's at BLM? a soda pop can. Uh, Bureau of Land Management. Huh. So in, in America, it's, a, it's government, it's, it's, it's a federal land, basically. Right. You can go shooting anywhere on federal land. Unfortunately, in the Bay Area where I live, there's not federal land anywhere that I can have access to that's anywhere close. I'd have to drive three hours to go do it. Sure. Federal land is like the parking lot behind the courthouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't shoot there. Yeah, that's no, it. that's not going to work yeah, well for you. This, this is weird thing. You can shoot on federal land, but not particularly at the courthouse. <laughs> fewer fewer, camp, fewer campers, but other problems. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim, you're up next. What are you up to? Um, business as usual at the shop with some interesting guitars and instruments like I'm working on a, a guitar made out of 400 year old wood which is like super exciting because it's like I think I was talking about it in previous episodes where the wood was from mm-hmm. a 1600s building that got brought over here I just think that's that stuff is just super exciting to me you know 
And um, I also have been working on my truck a little bit, uh, the, the tailgate. I'm, I'm hopefully going to have at least one video about the tailgate build on my truck out this weekend. That's the goal because I've just about got it all wrapped up. Well, I've got the stage built, like the floor. I've got the whole mechanism working. I've got the latches on now, so it's it's latched and safe. I still haven't done the outside of it, though. It still looks like garbage, like closed up. Um, but that'll be a separate video too. That'll go into like more like the signage aspect of the truck. Um, so that that's fun. Like the weather slowing down a little bit. Um, trying to get that together. But but then the other thing I wanted to mention is, do you guys know uh, the the Young family? Um, I know I know Keith. You met them at. Um, it's it's mm-hmm. pronounced Young, but they, it's spelled J U N G E. They had that big that giant skateboard thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. They're at the yeah. Maker's Camp. Yeah. And um, so Brody and Colby are the two. Uh, boys in the family so the parents own a, like a cabinet shop like a custom mill shop and uh, you know just full time makers and these two the two boys spend a lot of time there and they're they've been building like their own business and of course they're they're teenage and preteen boys so they want to be influencers <laughs> you know not just not just woodworkers you know um, so they've been doing their thing and um, we worked out a deal where they now have my old avid CNC uh, my two by three, my, my original bench top that I had, that went to them uh, just a couple days ago. And so, so Brody is the he's thirteen. He's the one that's really diving into it and 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 like learning. They've been messing around with the X car for a while, but so now they're really upping their game with this machine. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm, I was super excited to be able to to kind of make that happen for them, you know. So they came down to the shop last week, and we practiced, you know, proper safety and wore masks and stuff, and and um, you know we packed it up into their SUV and sent it back up to there outside of Boston. Um, and so I, I wrote my name on it and the date that I got it and the date that it, I was done with it, you know, that I had it for about three years. And I told them that they have to do that when the machine goes on. Cause that's kind of the idea. We worked out this deal with Avid to sort of send this machine out and about to get people started and make it like this, mm. oh. you know, we're hoping that the machine will like that. These boys will, will get, you know, get something going and, and move up into a bigger machine eventually and then move it along again you know and see if we can kind of make that that machine have a story which i you know i love to to do you know to be a part of so that was that was fun that was nice um that's very cool yeah so that's that's me how about um what about you phil Phil, yeah um a few things so last week i was talking about the uh the fpv drones and um as it turns out you can connect the um so here's the, obviously people at home can't see it, but this is the radio that controls it, right? So it's a controller. Mm-hmm. As it turns out, it's got a port on the back that you can plug it into a computer and run a simulator. And so you before you even go anywhere, you can train on how to fly these things. So I don't have the cable, but I ordered it online. I should have it in the next couple of weeks. So I'll be able to practice flying before spending any money on uh, on the additional parts that I need. So that's, I'm excited to do that. Um, my wife told me that she needed a little stand to be able to, for her iPad to do some Zoom calls. So I said, you know what? I always make these like little iPhone holders. I make like a bigger one. And then I wanted to play around with putting her initials into the wood. So I drilled, um, well, first I designed it in, uh, in Illustrator, like just her initials. And then I was able to space out all the holes properly, taped it down to the, uh, to the block of wood, then auto punched all the holes and then drilled with a quarter inch bit. And then I have this quarter inch uh, plug cutter. It's actually a pretty nice one. I, I don't know where I got it from. I honestly have no idea. It's just in my rando drill bit box, um, but it cuts really nicely. So I made a whole bunch of different plugs and I plugged it in. So it's a really cool 
um, way to add a feature to something different. You can use contrasting wood and stuff. So it was, uh, it was a fun experiment, which I, which I like to do. And it turned out well, and she liked it, so win-win. Um, and actually, I finished it with boiled linseed oil. And it was basically dry to the touch within, like, three hours. And I was like, okay, what else am I going to put on this? And then I decided, nothing. It's fine. doesn't need anything else. It's good. So yeah. that's where I left that. And, uh, and yesterday, our, uh, our dryer stopped working. So I, uh, as a as a YouTuber, I checked YouTube, and uh, and I sort of did the old doctor test and see what the symptoms were. And as it turns out, everything that the blower was working, the motor was working, just the drum wasn't turning. So I was like, Maytag dryer drum not turning, and they're like shredded belt. So I opened it up, and sure enough, shredded wheat. So I uh, I looked up the model number, I looked up the parts numbers, and I got it. I got the parts. I found a distributor first thing this morning. I took the whole thing apart, front and back, got the drum out, put the belt on, and Bob's your uncle. So I was a hero around the house today, which was pretty nice. And that's that's what I've been up to nice. in the nuttiest of shells. Um, let's see what else is on the old notes. Oh, well, since we have Keith Decent here, why don't we do the topic of um, Inside the Podcaster's Studio, which was a, um, well, it's a play on Inside the, stu- the Actor's Studio, which was didn't, hosted by... Didn't he just recently pass away? Yeah. Um, James Lipton. James Lipton, yeah, that's just, right. He was, he was, just recently was, who was best parodied by Will Ferrell. On Correct. That's right. Oh, my God, yeah. Wrong. Those were so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Lipton, actually, he was a really funny guy. He, he was totally for it the whole time. He was... Yeah, he yeah. had a good, yeah, good yeah. sense of humor. Yeah, he, like, he, he, he got he, it. He would, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you got to be pretty confident in yourself to uh, to be okay with parody, and and you know most of these guys were, especially all Will Ferrell's characters. Like uh, Alex Trebek was very much okay with yeah. it, and so it's very interesting. But um, so here we have we have four podcasters on on the show, and normally we have three. Um, but uh, before we sort of get into the nuts and bolts of anything, Keith, why don't you tell us a little bit about? Um, your podcast because you didn't just start it you're sort of a little knee deep into this thing now yeah i'm uh in year two of ftgu uh from the ground up and it's um it's a maker podcast but not exactly a maker podcast it's kind of like the history of why we make stuff and how we make stuff uh told through the stories of the objects and the materials and the tools that we use to make the things Mm -hmm. so like the last one was uh about the uh, square the square bottles that Heineken used to um, that they put out as a prototype that were supposedly supposed to be used to make bricks in third world developing countries because uh, the litter there was so bad and the litter was a lot of Heineken bottles and you know they decided to make some square bottles so that the people could build houses out of them it didn't really go anywhere but it was a good story I've done you know like uh, well I can say what I've got coming up. I get like history of sandpaper, cast iron, super glue, that kind of stuff is where That's I fantastic. go. Fantastic. But I tell a story. It's not like I'm just a lot of a lot of kind of the podcasts I don't like that delve into history of things do like two people joking around and then they read a Wikipedia article almost verbatim and then they're they're jolly about <laughs> it and then it's over. And I'm like, yeah, right. I, I try to do a setting. I uh, I tell the story. I actually write a lot of it as kind of you would write a history book or even a novel. So there's a whole script that goes into it, and it's incredibly labor intensive. It's, it's it's really good, Keith. Seriously, yeah. it's really good. Thank you, you. you are a, a storyteller for sure, because it's not just you doing some monotone Wikipedia paraphrasing or whatever. No, it's just monotone uh, script reading. 
Right. Yeah, it's much better. <laughs> it's not monotone. It's good. No. It's, yeah, good it's polyphonic. So one of the things, so the first thing I thought of when, when you, because I, I started listening to it and talk about Heineken bottles back in the 1200 AD or whatever it was a couple, or it was 20 years ago. 1961, but okay. Yeah, or, or 1200 um, AD, whatever. So well, yeah, the idea of using bottles, though, to create bricks or to build walls, and it's first thing I thought of, because you are a reclaimer, uh, I thought of earth ship houses, which also mm-hmm. use beer bottles to mm-hmm. make a lot of the walls on the inside, not only for lighting, but for decoration and color, too. Yeah, a, lo- so a, lot, of the, a lot of the tough part about the podcast is knowing when to stop, because I can do a whole other episode on something else that I might just right. mention as part of the episode I'm doing. So there right. is, there's that, and there's also a... Um, I forget what country it's in right now, but there's an entire um, temple that some monks built out of Heineken bo- out of Heineken bottles, like the whole like oh, regular kind of regular round one, and it's it's like Taj Mahal epic. It's gigantic, wow. and they built this thing, and it was it was pretty recently. It was like sometime within the last twenty years. I, if they used the old beer bottles, I'm sure they had a great time building it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Actually, yeah. I, I've listened to quite a few of your episodes, and it's it's fantastic, and I'm. Not just saying that because you paid me to, but um, it it's very, very reminiscent of one of my favorite podcasts, which is um, 99% Invisible. Oh, yeah. So I ripped, oh, I ripped yeah. them off whole cloth. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, that's one of my top three podcasts easily, and I thought it would be fun to do something like that, but that had a focus on stuff that I was more interested because in, they go off sometimes on things that I just don't care about. Right. You know, I mean, they say they're design and architecture focused, but sometimes they go off on like they do a kind of a This American Life sort of thing on on subjects. And I'm kind of like, eh, okay. I'd like to make it a lot tighter, a lot less um, blabbering about stuff. I like to get to the story, get to the get to the meat of the of the thing I'm talking about and get out while people are still interested. You know, yeah, I think your average podcast is less than 15 minutes long, which is they they range from eight minutes to 20, 20, 25, depending on if there's an interview. Or you could say average of about fifteen minutes, but I don't know. Never mind. But <laughs> I mean, Matt's for idiots. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I, I like that too. I like having that selection in my my playlist of like sometimes it's like oh well I'm almost done with this, but I'll just oh perfect here's a fifteen minute podcast. So there's that I like about it. And I, the other thing is um, like you for people that maybe didn't understand what you're saying about your storytelling, it reminds me a little bit of the the Cosmos show. Um, the, the reboot of it I'm more familiar with with um, Neil deGrasse Tyson where they're talking about the history of the cosmos but then they go and they pull out this moment in history and, they, and there, there was in that show it was like an animation um, mm-hmm. and, and there'd be like this animation of telling the story and how it relates to the facts that like the quote Wikipedia part of it that you're reading and you do a really good job with that of making it like you know like dramatized, dramatized historical dramas what they would call it right where you're you're making some assumptions on what people were thinking obviously because yeah, yeah, you know, but um, I try. I try to. I try to stay as yeah know, as obvious as I can with it. It's like if this guy was disappointed ever. It's like you know, he, I'm I'm gonna say he was disappointed, even though I did not get to ask him if he was right. disappointed. You but know? but you see, like you know, he made this yeah. thing and it blew up. He's probably disappointed. That's a safe assumption. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah, fair assumption. But, uh, yeah, I think I, I think had one. Really... I had one episode where I entirely made up a story. Right. Was, uh, it was historical fiction, and uh, <laughs> I people people really liked it. But the problem was that I killed a character in it and it made people cry. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I made people cry twice, apparently, with the, with the podcast, which is funny. Oh, that's wow. good, though. I mean, not, that's... that's not funny to them. But, well, do you, I mean, do you find cry. people will fact-check you? Um, no, no, one, no one's bothered to fact-check me. Uh, I, fact-check, <laughs> I fact-check the crap out of myself. Um, yeah. I, the ruler I, I, was I, invented 
10 years ago by a man named <laughs> me. Yeah. <laughs> you should do one like Blue that. Maybe Lutes. maybe an April 1st yeah. one. Just total nonsense. Oh, God. You know? <laughs> Ooh, there you go. Yeah. I, I, have an, I had an April 1st idea, but everything else got in the way. But yeah. uh, every year I try to do one kind of outlandish thing now. It's a lot of fun. Like I did the epic poem last year. Um, which oh, yeah. Bill yeah. Was, which Bill was a part of. Yeah. That was fun. Um, I wrote a an eight-minute epic poem about the discovery of the Comstock load and how everybody basically died or had the worst misfortune in the world who happened upon it before it got taken over by corporate interests. And it's a, it's a great kind of Western frontier tale. And it was a lot of fun to write, and I had a bunch of people act it out, like voice act it with me. Yeah. And oh, cool. uh, it turned out really good. Yeah, I get to take I get to fun. take chances like that, which is fun because it's it's only me. That's the best part. It's just me doing it. So when you guys listen to Clamps the musical, uh, hopefully next year, by the time <laughs> I get it going, uh, you'll 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 appreciate the fact that it's uh, I get to I get to do things no one else wants to or thinks about doing with their with their shows. I, I don't look so envious, Phil. Yeah, I appreciate the concept of that. <laughs> yeah, Clamps both of you just just settle down, settle down. I'll be I'll be I'm I'll be, just, con- I'll be contacting you, Tim, when it comes to song time because uh, I'm not the strongest musician. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I would be honored to be a part of that, of course. Um, the uh, the other thing what I I like about it is um, you know like like we're our our formula is like the kind of typical like three guys talking formula like which means we put very very little effort into it beyond actually doing it. Whereas like honestly, yours, I gotta say, like yours, you is guys do got, a really great job. Honestly, like I, this is this is. Th- those oh. podcasts, there's a lot of them, and I listen to as many as I can. But like, it's over time they whittle down, you know. Yeah. Oh and, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like you're you're one you're one of two uh, that I'd still listen to every time. So see Tim. Uh, yep. Yeah, thanks. And <laughs> I gave three, him. Geez, three, I three. gave him the money to pay his way on here to say that to you. <laughs> oh, it makes a lot of sense now. Um, Full circle. And the, the other, the other thing just is, um, I'm I'm a you know interested in history and, and facts and stuff so like your your pocket it's right in my wheelhouse it's like like the, i get into nerdy details right and so what i what i like about your podcast is it'll be a topic and you know i'll be like oh i i know about this like the square heineken bottles like i know about mm-hmm. this you know like i mean and then like there's there's always like one fact in there at least one you know where i'm like oh no kidding that's why that is like oh i didn't know that you know and so they that keeps my interest too and then it just adds to my i get i gain a nerd point like i get my die yeah grows another side yeah <laughs> yeah by the way uh, if you ever want to start another podcast the nerdy details is a great it's a name good, it's a good name it's i mean be, like instead of the dirty taken. details it's the nerdy details actually that's a good topic name for uh next week maybe it's got to be taken i'm looking it up right now <laughs> it, is a good, it is a good topic name at least yeah I'm checking this right There's now. There's a nerd in the... <laughs> it's not. It's still open. I have nerd in the... Nerd is in the details. Everyday nerds. Stories for nerds. I'm not seeing the nerdy details, so you should probably get that URL right away. I should on it. it. I should just GoDaddy. go get it. GoDaddy.com. Ten, ten, ten other podcasts called From the Ground Up. <laughs> are there really? They're all dead. Yeah, yes, there are. Though. Try and looking it up on um, It's not uh, easy to find. iTunes. They're dead yeah. podcasts. Right, but they're one, still... Which got started after mine, but they just, you know... They, they did an episode every day for two years about reptiles. It's like, no. there's, literally, there's literally one about reptiles. And I was oh, like, from, oh, yeah, from the ground up. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. Nerdydetailspodcast.com is ours for $3. Nice. <laughs> That's really what you're doing? You got that kind of money I, to throw around? 
three dollars. Is that coming out of the podcast fund, or is Keith paying for it? No, no, no. This on layaway. <laughs> okay. It's on layaway. At the end <laughs> of two years, he's gonna have yeah. paid a thousand dollars for it. We got six months for that. The nerdy. That's the, you're thinking of rent a center where you yeah. never actually own it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or you know, modern living where you never actually own anything either. So what? So what is the Ooh, since this it, it fits with the the <laughs> it fits with the uh, the topic of um, the podcast too. So if if we were to create a new podcast called the Nerdy Details, what is it about? Because nerd can go in a lot of directions. Well, I think it has to be about uh, details. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you think? And and very and very esoteric details, clearly, right? That only a yeah. very niche audience would be interested in. So it's a money right, maker it, for sure. But is it well, is it like I, science I fiction? Is be, it? Are we just reading schematics for various machines? Like oh, <laughs> oh user manuals yeah, for like think, think about this. Though. There's 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 nerds in every aspect. Exactly, right? I mean, that's my point. Jimmy Jimmy calls them out all the time. There's axe nerds. There's hammer yeah. nerds. There's you know welding nerds. Right. So that that podcast name could give you the opportunity to talk about technically anything you wanted to every week could be a different uh uh different thing it could be like a it's very similar in vein to what you're doing now keith right it's the details of the things that are in our everyday lives right like what is rack and pinion steering anyway right it could be like a polymath sort of playground where you have written that one down right Uh, you, you could just have like a like a, a curious host that interviews experts in just random fields, you know, like uh, whether we'll talk to them. I mean, that, that's right. that's 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 so many podcasts, though. I think we should go for something that hasn't. You know, one of my favorite podcasts, and this is veering off a little bit, is called um, "Everything Is Alive." Oh have yeah, you heard of this? Yeah, I've listened to interviews. it. Okay, <clears throat> yeah. So a guy interviews inanimate objects that are played by actors, and it's improv. It's not actually um, a scripted show, and he interviews them about their lives, and about, it's amazing because it's actually really heartfelt and great. Um, the Street Lamp was one of my favorite ones ever, um, and cert- and you, sometimes you recognize the other voices too because they're kind of comedic actors or people who are very strong in improv comedy and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But it is—it's a short show. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, I'd recommend it. But that—that's like. No one's ever done it. Come on, there's nothing like that out there, and it, it's actually kind of informative and really like. Well, there's always there's always one call to an expert in it, and so like they're mm-hmm. they're interviewing a pair of pants, and then all of a sudden he's like, I don't remember who the particular expert was, but you think it's gonna be like a tailor or like someone that's in the fabric, but it's not. It's like someone in some other like adjacent field or some particular like his. It's it's super interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like satire, but it's not quite. It's it's just really good. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, something like the nerdy details could be, has to be that good. It yeah. could, it could be something. It doesn't have to be that good. I don't. I like. I would hope to come <laughs> up with something like that sometimes. But like, it could be something else. I feel like you know, it doesn't have to be a banter cast or an interview with experts. It could, you know, like Bill's top. Bill's Bill was onto something a little bit with like uh, how there's axe nerds and and mm. you know welding nerds and all this kind of stuff. Like a deep dive into those communities where you interview. A whole bunch of those people and have them tell their stories and ha- and like or they find their most vitriolic comments uh, and and try to explain why they left them and like they justify them to the to the to the audience <laughs> or like you know something like that and then maybe have the person they left a comment on their video come on and like then they actually ash it out there on the show. There's another podcast like that. It's called Interviews of People Who Hate Me, and it's uh, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's really good too. <laughs> Yeah, but if you wanted conversations to do that, with people who hate me. Yeah. yeah. There's a great name for that one also. You could just call it Trolls World Tour. And you just go around 
<laughs> talking to people. It's troll parade. You know, who have a problem yeah. with you. Yeah, um, that's true. See? What, you know, maybe the nerdy details has to get really pedantic. And so maybe it's like, it's not like an episode, but it's a season. So you have like one season on the action nerds and one season on the sci-fi nerds and one season. Oh, yeah. And it's like, so yeah, it's but, like 17 hours of content for each. And you, and you have to try and make it controversial. So you'll interview uh, guys like um, uh, Jody from Welding Tri- Tips and Tricks and then Jimmy and get them to contradict each other, <laughs> right? About what they think is the right way to do something. Yeah. And that, oh, this could be awesome. We get you, yeah. you, have, you have one expert on every week. Until the end of the season, and they all have contradicting opinions and, and right. theories and stories right. on stuff. And then at the end, you put them all on a round table and let them argue it out. Celebrity death match. Oh, yeah. 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 And then you have a moderator, like an actual professional debate moderator, and you have a winner at the end. Right. That's so, what we never get on the internet. We never get a winner in an argument. <laughs> and so, so that way, that way, it's like okay. So everybody else's point of view and everybody else's way of doing it is wrong. That's it. Hereby decreed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the yeah, only way. The real details. Agree. Yeah. If you want the nerdy details, you go to this guy now, or this lady yeah. now, you know? And <laughs> it, it could just be, like, just, like, TIG welding stainless steel. And, like, you get the 17 people, yeah. and he's explaining how they do it, then modern. So you get right down to one specific aspect of the mm-hmm. the nerd thing, you know? Yeah, I mean, you could just keep digging at them until you find the difference. Because right. everyone at a certain oh, yeah. level has something they do differently. And yeah, yeah, that's yeah. just what it comes down to. Like, that's the right. matchup every time, you know? Yeah, and I just the, think and you'd the, be continuing to whittle away your audience until it's just like <laughs> you and the other guy in the show who are listening. Yeah, well, but that, audience, though, you know? yeah, I yeah, don't know. we don't. That's that's a pretty big audience for for a podcast. So. <laughs> yeah, um, the uh, I, I would listen. I would listen to that. I would listen to like doll makers fight it out like for for, <laughs> for 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 a month and a half, three months. I don't know. I think I, mean, I think there's a potential for that to to hear that cuz it is sort of that reality TV she, TV show like kind of battle royale type thing and then all these episodes are only going to be 10 minutes. It's not like going to be some it's not like an hour with each one. You know, I mean, we keep them and then you have like a, instead it's of doing a, like Star Trek flaw though. What's that? The, the fatal flaw in this is that everybody likes each other. So these guys aren't. They're actually. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, he's going to be all right. Let's battle it out, and then these guys going to be no. I do it this way. I do it that. Way. You know what? That is the right way to do it. But that's when good you too. That? And they're going to be all friendly. But then and that, stuff guy, then and that person wins. You know, if, if you got, you know, you get a compromise here and there. But like, right? Maybe that's good too. That's still good listening. You know, yeah. you're assuming that this what? is going to be like entirely genuine without any kind of Hollywood in it. You know, you tell them at the beginning, guys, feel free to argue a little bit. It's going to make for better radio. Yeah, I mean, you can yeah. do that too. But I think yeah. just the the value of the information that's being given also for sure. Because yeah. like, there's theater like I listen, to this. I, I'll listen to stuff that I have no, I have no dog in that fight making wise, like like doll makers or knitters or something. Like I'll listen to technical talk from experts on that just because it, it it tickles that part of my brain that let gives me creative, you know. For sure, it, but also it, the theater of it is engaging. They're doing it oh, in yeah, a way yeah, yeah. that is that yeah. is good. Well, that's, you know, that's I mean, editing. we we do that on this show too. I mean, uh, you know. Bill is not who he is making himself out to be right now, you know? He's actually got three bachelor's degrees and four PhDs. You, you guys so. are actually after some viable good ideas for a podcast. I missed the, I missed the mark here. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> you, but, you, hit your, uh, you hit your horse with the wrong wagon there, Bill. Here's here's why I think no. this podcast could be successful is that if, if and again it, it can it can be nerdy and, and esoteric but it can't be too too deep so it's not just like you know sure like the welding thing might not interest everybody but then you have like a Red Sox fan versus a Yankees fan just like debate like one game you know what I mean like one of those oh, games yeah, that no, went into extra yeah. innings 1972 you know the game you know <laughs> I know the game you know you have like um like like a Star Wars fan and a Star Trek fan not debate 
which is a better science fiction universe, but like the bait, like just like a one weapon, like the the lightsaber. Yeah, versus one the piece tri- of technology. One piece of tech, like yeah, or just like oh dilithium crystals versus warp drive. You know, what I mean, or I thought like, you, I thought you wanted to keep it to ten minutes though. Yeah, that, <laughs> I could debate you on that for a week. I'll a seven miss hour meals. podcast. Yeah, but the, so there's, but there's a like if you. If you, if the spiral goes out big enough to like all these different walks of life and people just get into the concept of it, it, it then like they might the idea being that now you bring welding to science fiction people and you bring science fiction to baseball fans and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. here's the best part about this conversation there are four hosts of two podcasts talking right now about a fictional podcast that doesn't exist <laughs> yes inside <laughs> the podcaster <laughs> studio it fits the title instead perfectly. of instead of what we're actually producing. On a weekly or biannual basis, they all. Have, well, ask you, I would ask you guys about what you're producing, but we're, we're literally this is doing it. it right now. This is what like, we produce. Uh, it's podcastception, right? We're There's in. Lot, not, not, a, not a lot of magic behind the curtain in this. In this, uh, this one. <laughs> not even any uh, Excuse me, sir. There's a lot of personal uh, magic, interpersonal for, magic. For only a dollar an episode, you will have <laughs> access to the pre-show where you can see where all the quote-unquote magic happens. Okay. That's true. That's true. And this coming from the guy who didn't even have his Skype account set up when it was time to get called, so. Magic. Yeah. Magic. <laughs> and so, and somehow magic. we still make an episode every week. That's the magic. Yes, yeah, so, somehow. <laughs> Four years later, we have survived longer than most marriages. Statistically. Hey, longer than mine. Most next, marriages. Next to my marriage, this is the longest relationship I've ever had. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. where's my anniversary gift? Again. You know, speaking of anniversary gifts, uh, your birthday's coming up, isn't it? Yeah. yeah I'm turning 40, so yeah, super excited so, about that. So one of our one of our actual listeners that's been listening for a long time, Gangi and Pop Pop, which we, we, we mention every week. Yeah. Um, uh, Wait. I, said something about Phil being a youngster, and I said, you know, now I'm thinking about it. Phil, yeah, you, you, that's a good answer. When Go I ahead. was 40, you were only 26. I was late with the bell. Your tiny lady bell was late. But then uh, Pop Pop wrote back and said, when he and Gengi started dating, I was only two. So, perspective. Yeah, perspective. So I I, I thought I was pulling the old card on you, then I got spanked. So yeah, and and that is how time works. Of course, there were. Put that down the in the details right oh, there. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Wait, is that is that your is that time works? Is that podcast taken yet? <laughs> that is how time works. By the way, these ideas are not royalty free. If anybody uses yeah. these ideas, this is a date and timestamp of mm. their genesis. They're patrons so, only is, ideas. Does anybody remember this statement? Time for timer. Do you remember that? What? 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 No idea. Ask Gengi. I don't know. <laughs> somebody, somebody, anybody listening Google time for timer it was a, an educational thing like schoolhouse rock anyway, oh, no, no. It just when you said that is this like time, radio good story grandpa <laughs> <laughs> it was color TV back then Phil style at the time <laughs> hey yeah, five B's for a quarter you'd say five B's for a quarter yeah. <laughs> I still don't get that reference you never will it's from The Simpsons, a very popular show that's actually still on the air. Yeah. I don't like Simpsons. I don't like it. That's controversial. No, there's no Bugs Bunny. There's no there's no Toonie Loonies. I don't, you know. There's there's none of that anywhere that doesn't exist. Here, here's a nerdy detail for you. The reason <laughs> Looney Tunes is called Looney Tunes 
is because they were actually in the business of selling the music, and they used the cartoons to do so. Yep. Interesting. There were music videos at first. Yeah. That sounds like an FTGU episode if I ever heard of <laughs> one. Well, it's something to do with making, but it's a Nerdy Details episode for sure. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> there you go, yeah. Well, you could, you could do Warner Brothers versus Disney. You could do, obviously, Marvel yeah. versus DC. Hanna-Barbera. But again, not the entire concept, but just one specific detail, you know? Right. Yeah. Like what, what their actual objective was, right? Because obviously Looney Tunes was not competing with Disney. They weren't necessarily an animation house. They were more of a music publisher. Right. So it's just it was a marketing effort. I did not That's know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. So Bugs but, Bunny uh, was born out of songs, like songwriting? Well, you know, all of them was always like the operas and like their yeah, the background yeah, yeah. was always like the, yeah. you know, the classical music. So yeah. But who were they trying to sell the music to? Cartoon makers? I mean, what else did you use that music for? No, people. Back, back, I think he's talking like originally, originally, like before there were yeah. different voices and stuff. It right. was a, there was just a soundtrack and an animation on the top of the soundtrack. So yeah. the, the company Looney Tunes before it made Bugs Bunny was actually trying to sell music. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, classical you know, music. I think of Looney Tunes as the actual cartoons, which weren't they like the, the little shorts in between movies at the drive-in? Let's all go to the lobby. I don't know if that's the same one. I have that. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think that's actually. Was the same I, I, have, house, but. I have that as a laser disc. Yeah. I have that on a wax cylinder. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, it's it's sort of like uh, I started my YouTube channel to sell furniture. Right, and the, you know what I mean. If you think about it, and now you're stuck on this podcast yeah. every week. Yeah, now, I mean, now I'm I started my YouTube this. channel to be a millionaire. Look how that worked out, swimmingly. <laughs> I'm like a 500 air this year, I think. Oh wow! Yeah, so that that, that one video nice. just that one video just keeps chugging. Must be nice. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's it's weird though. Every once in a while, like I, I don't th- anybody that says they understand the YouTube is lying. Lying, <laughs> you know, liar. But, I have I have every once in a while like one of my videos all of a sudden just like poo I'll look at my like you know my account and all of a sudden there's like well I always see the comments coming in on some video I made like two years ago I'm like why are there's like a comment on an old video I'm like that happens and then there's two and then there's three and then I look at it and it's had like twenty five thousand views in the past twenty four hours and I have no idea why you know so the craziest thing which is Something great because it's all algorithm. monetized now but. Yeah, just the algorithm. Yeah, doing some, the algorithm somebody does. else made somebody else made a video that was near that. It. That's that yeah, that got every, that. Every time someone onto makes it. a guitar video, I'm like ching because right. I know I'm gonna get like forty bucks out of it. Yeah, I'm, I've been trying to help you out every week, you know. <laughs> you're, you're doing a, you're doing nice a bang up job. Yeah, I know your your guitar shows up next to mine a lot. Hey, did you ever? I saw you put up on Instagram the um, the epoxy guitar. Did you ever make a full video of that? No, I have not. I I'm tonight. I'm actually gonna finish up the um, the voiceover. That's been the, the, the hurdle for me because in the old house, after I finished the video, I had to unpack everything. I had to pack everything up. And the room in uh. which I recorded, speaking of inside the podcaster studio, the room of which I recorded <laughs> was next to a, the computer was right next to a window, which is eight feet from a main thoroughfare from mm. Route 9, 9D in, uh, in Beacon, which is like it's between the bridge and the highway and Main Street and it was and the train station. So there's just constantly cars going by without mufflers and. So without all the cloth and everything I had hanging up on the walls, all the goofy crap, mm. that, you know, it looked, it looked like a Bennigan's. Uh, there oh, was so I miss much, Bennigan's. So much sound bouncing around that uh, I couldn't get a good voiceover with the with the type of mic that I have. So I just kind of packed it up, and I was supposed to move a lot sooner, and it took a really long time. And you know, mm. but now I'm up here on the third floor in a carpeted room with no noise. And it's 
Yeah, the room good. is it's sparse in there, and it still sounds good. You know, like you yeah, don't have yeah. yeah. There's nothing on the walls behind you, and it sounds great. Also, yeah, the these, angles of those walls too are deflecting sound. Yeah, all over the place. Yeah, yeah. These, wa- these, wa- these walls were were crimson red. They were a stop sign red when I moved in. <laughs> Ooh, I, I only oh, got bonus. one coat of paint on them right now, but like, I didn't paint. There's a bathroom around the corner that doesn't have a door on it. It's just like under the eave, and um, it is it is still murder. I call it the murder bathroom because it's still bright red in there. <laughs> it just That's reminds me of the Handmaid's Tale. It reminds me of the creeps. Yeah, this was this was I guess like an illegal bedroom. Like when they sold the house, they sold it as a three bedroom, but this is a fourth that they couldn't advertise because it's not technically a bedroom. Well, like there's no, there's no, there's closet? no closet. That's Everybody why. Everybody froze. I didn't, I didn't hear your uh, your because uh, there's no closet is what we said. Oh, there's a closet right here. There's uh, the egress. I think is the problem. The skylight behind me is like oh, the right. second way out. Yeah, oh. yeah, right. There's no because yeah. because my house is a three bedroom house, but technically it's only two because Vance's room doesn't have a closet. I built an armoire for it, so which is great at tax time. You know, I don't have a problem with that. Oh yeah, no, exactly. It's fine by me. Yeah. It doesn't. Say, it doesn't well, say no one thank, can sleep. Thank goodness there. nobody in the IRS listens to our podcast. Yeah. No, there's, there's no law that says if someone can't sleep in a room without a closet. You just can't call it a bedroom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he sleeps that's, in the that, office. That, that's technically not a bathroom because there's no vent. It's just a toilet around the corner inside of this room. So it's a water closet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a water closet. It's not, it's not even that. It's, it's just like... Ooh la la, oh, it's called where... a car hole. Whoa. <laughs> Garage. That's what, that's what we call... Oh, that's where I left that toilet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, would you look and, at that? So I, I got an idea if we want to wrap this up with something uh, poignant to what we're, our theme... Let's mix it um, up, yeah. I've got the ten questions that James Lipton always asked his guest. Look oh. at this guy. Wow. Brilliant. Wow. All right, Keith. i got to tell you, Bill. See, it's the applause you've always See, created, this is, Bill. This is what I'm talking about. It's, it's the only reason I do this show. Once every four it's years, he, he pulls something out of his. But this is what I'm telling you. Like, he's he's a sleeper. He's like, he's playing this part. <laughs> and then he goes and he pulls out. He's got James Lipton's script in front of him. Jeez. That is one of the better things he could be pulling out. So, yes, indeed. indeed. This is well, true. Usually, this is true. We're begging him to put things away. So. <laughs> I am. I am wearing pants. You're welcome, Keith. And, okay, uh, go ahead. Do them. Do it. All right. All right. So, number one, oh, uh, these are Christ. pretty quick. So, what is your favorite word? It's frozen again. Okay. My favorite word. Uh, twelve. The word twelve. It's got two of the best I sounds like in the English language, put together in one word. Twa and elf. I like elves. Yeah. I like fantasy El- elves. El- the L V and the T W or two. You don't get those in a lot of other words, and you definitely almost never get them together. Yes. So, I like the way this is going to be good. I can already tell. What's your least favorite word? Uh, no. Well, I don't like the word no. I like that. Okay. Super. Very rapey vibe, but cool, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> I respect the word right. now, but I don't like it. How's that, how's that for All you? right. Better, well, in better. that same vein, Keith, what turns you on? <laughs> <laughs> the consent. word no. The word no. Consent. We're just going to say consent. And, and 12? Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I can this. We're done. <laughs> just Did you guys waiting. rehearse this? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. All right. So everybody settle down. Settle down. What turns you off? <laughs> These questions. <laughs> <laughs> this this is going I, I'm sorry, Keith, but the next one is what sound or noise do you love? <laughs> oh, um, man. Tin cup on bars. I remember on the show, everyone always said the sound of their kids laughing, and I was like, that's such a cop-out. There's so many better sounds. 
and I can't think of one right now. Uh, oh, the sound of the hand plane that's super sharp going over the edge joint of a board. That actually is an amazing sound. It's a great, great, great yeah. sound. Yeah. That's a sound you can feel in your arms. There's nothing better than that. Yes. Mm. All right, what sound do you hate or noise do you hate? Uh, the sound of my planer hitting a nail. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> see, now we're getting into it. I like this. Uh, what is your favorite curse word? Well, you can't say it on the air, though. But I, I can't could, say it on the air. We could believe it. Uh, you have to describe it. You <laughs> have to describe it. <laughs> Can I say the word anus? I really just like calling people an anus. Uh, yeah, that's acceptable. If we were to follow uh, the, you know, the guidelines, you could you could refer to it as a body part. Like the you know you yeah. can say the anus. No, I mean no, I mean no, I mean like literally the word anus. Like I like yeah. just saying like you're. you're so you can say that, but if you were to right say. Now. Well, no. See, that's what you can't say. Like that. That would be. I mean, we're not going to oh, believe it. But. but this is. We don't have the FCC on our case on, right, on the because, podcast. Yeah, because uh, I can talk yet. about. Hopefully I can talk yet. about. You know, uh, I can talk about an ass, which is a type of donkey. But I can't talk about anything else that might sound like that. Yeah. But, but is but it what he just said? I run a, a science podcast. I run a science and history podcast. I can talk about cloacas and eni all the time, all day. <laughs> cool, man. Awesome. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's, let's, let's carry inside here. the nerdy studio. We're getting into the dirty details yeah, here. Dirty details. <clears throat> what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Uh, I've done so many stupid things professionally. Um, I think it'd be cool to be a professional singer in our, or a musician in a band. Tim's like, Ooh. no. Tim's like, you think it would, but <laughs> just for a little but, but while. to be like, you know, but to be, but to be like good at it, you know, like not actually. Oh, well, I, that I've was often a, said that. that. Dig. I know. No, no, it wasn't a dig. I Tim, Tim you know what I mean. <laughs> Sorry, not good, like better than I am. So that I would have like a platform to, to actually step no. off of as opposed no. to just being like somebody who messes around with it. Dude, I, I totally get that. I've often said the only thing that kept me from a very prominent musical career was the total lack of any musical talent whatsoever. But <clears throat> anyway. I, was, I was a professional singer for a short time, technically, because I was a karaoke DJ and I got paid to sing when no one else was singing. Well, that's, yeah, that counts. Professional singer if you got paid to sing. Congratulations, you've done it. You can add it to your list. Yeah. So, sorry. I don't, I, I don't know. You got nothing now. Yeah, I got nothing. All right, something tells me you'll get this one pretty easy. What profession do you not like to do? Oh, jeez. Um, roofing. I would not like yeah, to be a I roofer. I tell you. <clears throat> roofing sucks. I've done it. Yeah, right. I've done it enough times, which is once, yeah. to know that I never yeah. want to do it again. All right, and then the last question. I re- I've always liked this one on the show, and it's if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Some metaphorical, decent, go. Some metaphor, what, like? <laughs> uh, we have Wi-Fi. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> I don't know if that's well the done. first thing well I'd want to hear, but I'd be upset if they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> see, see, you wouldn't have thought of that. It's, I'm telling you, it's all these little dirty details. They're nerdy details. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it started out dirty details, and we kind of yeah. pull, pulled it back up from there. Well, yeah, you guys, you, you guys reined it in. I'm proud of all we, three we of you. We wrestled that one back in line. Yeah. <laughs> I just stopped talking, so that worked. Yeah. yeah. That helps. That's usually what it takes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, man. You're worried about me saying um, anus. <laughs> I think we're going to... Um, we have one review this week, so we'll do our review review. Um, and I think Bill will derive a lot of pleasure from this one, so go ahead and read it. Oh, 
I'd be more than happy to. Uh, let's see. This latest review is from a newish listener by Keverag. Anyway, new listener here. And since you threatened, I am giving you five stars. You guys are great. I love the banter between the three of you all. Really enjoy when you all bust on Phil's chops. Thank you for what you guys do, especially in the times we are in. You are welcome, sir. You are welcome for Tim and I busting Phil's chops uh, on a regular basis. And, and um, it's something that we all enjoy, and mostly mm. Phil, actually. I really think that person confused Bill and Phil. You know what I mean? I don't, think, I don't think so. I don't know. No, it doesn't I, really I, make a lot of no. sense, you know? No. Hmm. It's okay. That's, that's why we love you, Phil, is because of your confusion most of the time. Right. That, that's what I'm known for. Um, let's do our next segment is the, uh, is the tip of the week. Um, and, and why don't we, uh, why don't we ask Keith if he's got a tip for our audience this week? Uh, yeah. Related sure. to making, some, please. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> something yeah. I did the other day. Um, I'm working on this apothecary cabinet and I'm using knotty pine and, uh, I accidentally bought some blue stain that I thought was gray cause it looked gray on the package. And, uh, I was like, Oh, I'll use that on this project instead of the one I thought I was going to use it on. And, uh, knotty pine. I don't know if you've ever tried to stain knotty pine. Yeah, it's it the worst. It's blotchy. It's awful. Yeah, and worst. I didn't have any conditioner. So this is kind of like a double tip. Um, you can thin stuff like shellac or uh, lacquer and use it as a wood conditioner if you thin it down enough. And it absorbs, but it doesn't sit on top of the wood. That's the first part. The second part is you can, if uh, you have a, a problem and it gets blotchy, instead of trying to sand it all off, if you're going to clear coat it, you can tint your clear coat. I tinted my polyurethane with acrylic paint and got about the same color match to what the stain was going to be, and it looked great. It, it evened out a lot of the blotchiness, oh. and uh, it, mm. it, it kind of overall saved the tone of the piece. So mm, That is a good tip. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Look at this you guy. Gotta make sure well you're using something that is based on the same, so it's oil-based or solvent-based or right. uh, water-based water in, bol- yeah. in both of the situations. Right. right, right. Gotcha. Huh. Yeah. What are you doing for five minutes next week? Those are some good tips. <laughs> I can call in whenever you want, man. I got okay. lots of good tips. I am okay. good at not spending any money and fixing problems that have popped up. That, well, that's, you, that's a lot of what we do here. That could be actually... Maybe we should here change we the segment to have like a... Um, set up one of those burner phone numbers where people could just call in with their tip. We could play right. it here. Ooh. That would be, we yeah. have to look and into we, seeing if we can figure out how to do that. We, I mean, we could. It's pretty easy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you nothing know, says you audio know. quality like uh, call-ins. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. First no, of it's all, the peeps, best. <laughs> yeah. You can always just use your phone to record something and then, and then just text it. email it to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what I was say. Use the voice recorder function and send it to an email address. Is your bet your better bet? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's let's we can do that right now. It's info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com. If you well, let's start a new tip segment. Thanks. It's inside the podcaster studio. We're doing it live and in mm. real time. This is how it works for the this tip is segment. How it works. We will continue to provide tips in the tip segment unless you send in a better one. So you can record it with a voice recorder on your phone and just email that recording directly to info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com and we can then just drop that in. Yeah, just say everybody Done. but Phil five minutes worth of work every week. Well, I, wow. I, do, the, I do the editing now. Oh, you it's do. actually more work because so. you got to splice it in. <laughs> well, it's going to add me add a minute of work, but I, I'm it, willing to make that sacrifice for this podcast and 10% chance. more of the cut. Fair enough. <laughs> Deal! 7%. Um... Terrific. I love it. Those are good tips. Yeah. Um, and let's move on to what grabbed your attention. So None of you, none of you give any tips. 
<laughs> no, we we just do. No, it's we only just one do, tip. Only one oh, it's only one. Like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's only um, one tip per week. So that's, yeah, yeah. we don't, don't want to saturate everybody with all the. I do listen to the show. I promise. If you listen this far, you're. I don't just pay to be on once a year, which I don't understand why nobody else here's a tip. Pay to be on the show. Save up all your all your you guys who pay three dollars every month. If you just don't do that for a year, and then you just okay, pay. Whoa, 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 wait, whoa. simmer down now, decent. Simmer down. I don't. I got it in post. Don't worry. Yeah. What he said was beep. Yeah. What did you? Anybody else just cut out? Um. Why don't we go with what is um, what we're uh, what we're obsessed with, or what what do we call it again? We say what grabbed our what attention. Your attention. Keith, what grabbed your attention this week? Um, doesn't have to be a video. It could be anything that just you found. Yeah, interesting. yeah, no, actually, I I'm a huge fan of the show Scrubs, mm. and um, oh. so I guess it's kind of two things this week that do with Scrubs. One, one of the actors, uh, Sam Lloyd, who played Ted in that show, passed away, yeah. and uh, that's a tragedy because he was really funny, and there's. Lots of great videos of him doing songs from the show online on YouTube uh, that people should go watch because they're really good and really funny. And two, they started a podcast, the two, two of the stars of that show, Donald Faison and Zach Braff, <clears throat> who you may have heard of. Um, it's just called Fake Doctors, Real Friends, and they're rewatching every episode of Scrubs and talking about them and having guest stars from the show. And it's, it's amazing. It's really funny. It's really great. If you like the show at all, you should definitely have already heard about this. But... It's one of my favorite shows of all time, and that's a, it's a really hilarious podcast. Hmm. That does sound like it'd be good. I like Scrubs. Yeah, I never, I never seen it. They started out wanting to do one a week, one, one episode a week, but they're having so much fun with it that they're doing two episodes a week now. That's hysterical. So. What's mm. it called again? Uh, it's called Fake, Fake Doctors, Doctors, Real, Real, Friends? Real, Fake Doctors Real Friends, because they're actually best friends in real life and not and on the show. So it's uh, it's good. Their, their back and forth is fantastic. Hmm. It's always better when people are like genuine friends mm-hmm. um, on shows. We should look into that. Write that down. Yeah, we could probably <laughs> pay someone to do that. <laughs> it's, like that. The, it's yeah. like the Mythbusters conundrum, you know? It's like they're great to watch, but you really hope that they hang out afterwards and they just don't because they do not like each other. Right. Oh, right. is that Jamie and Adam? Yeah, they don't like yeah. each other at all. Yeah. I, I don't think they hate each other, but, they but they're, just, they're just not friends. You, you, know, know. What really, you know what really hurt my heart was finding out that Penn and Teller don't like each other either? They just yeah, they're, they're just business they're, associates. No. They're really cool about it because they're both like, he's my, I, I, I love working with him. He's great to work with, but we just don't hang out because we just don't like to hang out with each other. We're not friends, like, in yeah. that way. Well, they're yeah. also together all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know? yeah you, you guys are pretty good one hour a week, you know? That's yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, you leave on a high note. You no, know, we, yeah. we need to stop this now. I'm getting scared. <laughs> <laughs> Bill's got a lot of stuff to reevaluate. <laughs> Do I though? Um, Tim, what grabbed your attention this week? Um, two things. One is that it's spring here finally, and it was rainy all week, and then we had this beautiful weekend, and it was uh, listening to birds again, like the springtime mm. bird song. I love listening to birds. Uh, I don't know which ones are making which sound. You know, I mean, some of them like crows, obviously, but um, I just think that's really cool. Uh, and the other is, um, uh, I just heard about this sort of by accident, and I don't know too too much about it yet. But you know the Gallup poll industry. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a guy named Don Clifton who worked there, and there's this thing called I heard about it on a podcast. I can't remember which one, but there's this thing called the Clifton Strengths, and uh, I just pulled this page up to just so I would kind of explain it right. But basically, the guy's principle was 
Uh, what would happen if we studied what was right with people versus what's wrong with people was kind of where this question started. Because if you look at medicine and, you know, like for physical as well as mental it tends to be like, well, what's your disability and what's wrong with you? And so he had this sort of idea of like kind of studying what's right. And he has these like 34 principles of like the, the Clifton strengths, they're called. And in assessing, there's like some tests you take for like 50 bucks or whatever. And you can assess your, which I'm not saying everybody should do or anything. I, but I just, I like the concept of it. And I liked reading about these different things that people might be like, oh, well, this is your strength. Instead of like going through a test and be like, oh, well, this is what's wrong with you. It's like going through a test and saying this is what's right with you. I just like I just like that, you know. So I think, well, I think what Tim's trying to say is that he's already spent my money on. Uh, <laughs> <test>. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is you guys are each going to get a test in the mail because I'm looking desperately for something positive. <laughs> really reaching there, eh? Yeah. But you know, in uh, let's say in, in the corporate world, it's become sort of out of out of favor to do. Um, to call again, like not IQ testing, but aptitude testing. It used to be that there was something called the Wonderlick test, and it was basically right. an aptitude test. How smart is this person? And sure. smart is how well can they answer these general knowledge questions? Right now, what's more in vogue, substantially so, is personality testing. Is what kind of a fit is this person going to be into our organization, either departmental or just period? Is this person just going to be an awful fit for our company? Bye bye. Right. Or are they a great leader who leads by example, who follows uh, direction, or is a creative thinker, or whatever? All these things that are more like, as exactly what you're outlining, are positive personality traits that would make them a good fit. You're not looking I, for a genius. You're looking right. for a great cog for your machine. Exactly. And I think this guy might have been like sort of the pioneer of that sort of thought process going back a few decades. You know what I mean? Okay. And uh, yeah, so this, it sounds like kind of the origins of that, which is, I mean, like they're finally doing away with, with a lot of the standardized testing, like the SATs are not, most colleges aren't looking at them and stuff. And they're realizing that they're really, uh, and there's been a lot of interesting studies about like the, just the, basically the, the implicit racism that exists in them because of just where you grow up and your understanding of the world is different. Right. I mean, people in yeah. Iowa are going to have a different understanding of the world than people, you know, in Beacon, New York. Um, they're just gonna, and they're gonna have a different relationship with their their world around them. Um, so they're kind of realizing that, like you said, like that general knowledge test is not a, a really good way to to test. Like, Cause like whose general knowledge is it? Right. Yeah. My my wife and I just kind of joking. You know, she's a, a school teacher, and, and whenever we're she's talking about like having to do assessments or tests and stuff, uh, we just kind of have this. Let's give them all A's. <laughs> like, you know, and that yeah. comes from, that comes from her dad, who was a principal for like thirty years. Like you know, he's retired now, and like he's got that. He's like. He's like, when they're, especially when they're young, he's like, why don't we just give them all A's? <laughs> you know, if they, yeah. they showed up, they tried. Give them an A. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm really, boy. I'm, re I'm really good at taking tests, but I am awful to work with. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, You'd fit over, in over real years, well I'm, in the 50s. <laughs> over the last few years, I've been privy to uh, Casey's, uh, every time she has to deal with her employees, she has an HR guy, right, that's, uh, she barters with, she cuts his hair. This guy's like the HR guy for Kaiser Permanente Hospitals. So he's like a multi-billion dollar organization HR guy. And that's always what he's talking about is playing to people's strengths. You know, you, you know, these two employees aren't getting along. Well, what's one of them good at? What's the other one good at? How can they? I mean, everything play to their strengths, not any of the, the weaknesses. So it's, it's, it's a good idea. I like the positivity to it as opposed to the negativity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, let's positively keep on going with you what uh, got your attention this week 
Well, you know what? Uh, this is good. What got my attention is my wife because she's amazing. And we are re-watching for the third time, I think, now. Because, well, we've got plenty of time on our hands. Battlestar Galactica. Oh, are you serious? Very much. And nice. she's, wow. She loves the show. I mean, it just well, blows me away that I have, I'm married to somebody who wants to watch all of the four and a half plus seasons of Battlestar Galactica. What platform's on it that you're watching it? It's not on anything. Right, uh, right now, Peacock is uh, 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 NBC. Yeah, NBC just came out with a new network called Peacock, and they're playing a whole bunch of old movies and old shows. Battlestar Galactica is on. Wow. Are they getting, doing, are doing it for free or something? Or it's a free thing. It's not. It's it's just oh. like um, I don't know. Cartoon I was, Land. I was literally yeah. about to start restart uh, Battlestar Galactica rewatch, and it came off of um, I forget what platform it was on. It so was on it's Netflix. Well, sci-fi Sci-Fi has been playing it. That's why we saw it on the Sci-Fi Channel. But you got to watch. There's it. You another thing that caught my attention. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You have to. I mean, yeah. we started anyway. Um, something else caught my attention, and there's a few people I think that listen to the show that will get this reference. And all I'm going to say is there's going to be a new TV show, like a new uh, competition show, starring Mark Spagnolo, David Picciuto, <laughs> competing against each other, and the guest host, who has to be the mean person, is going to be Phil Pinsky. I've said it. It's a done deal. Wow. That would be a great show, and I did read Mark's post today. That's funny that you said that. That's so funny. Does I mean, he really? Reason he's my best friend. He has yeah, a show what? coming out with Picciuto? No. Mark was just talking about how uh, he gets pitched by TV shows quite a bit and how it just never goes anywhere. And I guess oh, yeah, I was talking about it on the show also. And yeah. Anyways. I get, I get well, the idea was that... Is I that just got one last week. I get them doofuses. all the time. They're nonsense. Yeah, yeah these producers... That's what, that's what it was. Pachuto oh, yeah, posted too. something. Sure. Yeah. All the time. People Mark backed it up. TV's dying. This is the new age. But I don't read all the... You know, it was a long post. I just read the part. Oh, David and Mark, they're doing a new show and... Phil's going to be the mean host. That makes well, sense to me. When we're done recording, remind me to tell you something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. I just, I just get people every week asking me when the next episode is coming out. That's all. Hey, that's even better. Because, you know, it's <laughs> your, even your better. show. It's your show. And Leave you them one more. Yeah. Um, so I um, – actually, this is interesting for Tim also. I, uh, I, I loved when I was a teenager playing uh, computer games. So there's a real sort of – I guess a community of it, and we were talking about nerdy details before, um, and it's basically 90s DOS games, right? But the uh, the premier sound listening device on these things wasn't the AdLib or the Sound Blaster. It was the Roland MT32, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the device, but it's, it's a digital synthesizer, and it wasn't designed for computers at all, in fact. It was a, just a very expensive prosumer synthesizer. But it turns out that um, a lot of games were designed with a soundtrack that goes along with the Roland MT32. And, uh, and actually, uh, so very recently, I'd say within the last year or so, they finally were able to emulate this thing on computer. You don't have to own one anymore to be able to play these soundtracks with the games. Um, it's actually called Munt. And uh, Roland forgot to copyright or trademark or whatever the case may be, the ROM files on this device. And so someone just straight out did it, and there's nothing illegal about it. You're allowed to download it. You're allowed to get the the, uh, the ROM files. And I have to say, I've been playing some old games that I loved playing, but now finally with this, like, you know, Halo device, uh, the soundtracks, it's unbelievable. It's the way to play these games if you're into it. They're, it's just great. Um, so that was, my, that was my nerdy details rant on what got my attention. So what, what uh, one game that you like? I, I don't even know. 
Um, this one actually doesn't have uh, a Roland MT32 soundtrack, but I loved Masters of Orion 2, uh, which is a phenomenal game. But uh, Dune 2, if you ever saw the movie Dune? I did see the movie Dune. Okay, so they it had a couple of games in the 90s. Works now. Yeah, Dune 2 is, uh, is, is, the, is basically the father of all real-time strategy games, as far as I'm concerned. Everything sort of followed that. Command & Conquer, uh, StarCraft, all that stuff all came from Dune 2. Uh, it was a revolutionary oh, yeah. game. Dune 2, I was the grandfather of that, yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, Day of the Tentacle sounds great on M- with the Roland MT32. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, anyway, so that's... Uh, that's that's this week's actually... episode of The Nerdy Details. <laughs> <laughs> here's here's one more quick, quick, quick one, because I've, I always endeavor to do more and better with my quote-unquote cinematography for my videos. Um, I started watching more cinematography videos, like they kind of tutorials, how get better shots. Never mind the tech, never mind the whatever, just lighting, this, that, and the other. And uh, there is a fantastic guy, his name is Brandon Fate, um, and he's got about 60,000 subscribers, but he's got some fantastic videos on how to do very practical things on a very low budget. And uh, and I and I think it's fantastic, uh, and and he's great. So I learned a lot from him, and I'm hoping to use some of those skills in the future. Cool. Um, our websites, Keith. What's your website? Um, yeah. the, the, let's just call it ftgupodcast.com for for the podcast because my other website's woefully neglected. Ftgu.com. William Ftgupodcast.com. FTGUPodcast.com, WilliamLutz.com, TimSway.net, and NewPerspectivesMusic.com. Guys, contact us for show topics, suggestions, feedback, all that good stuff. And now send us your voice recording in an email, info at ReclaimedAudioPodcast.com, or hit us up on Twitter. Let iTunes leave us those five-star reviews. We will read them out loud. If they're any good, Bill will read them. And Patreon.com <laughs> slash ReclaimedAudio. Um, the best way to keep us on the air, and uh, huge thank you to Keith Thiessen for being on the show today and for being a, uh, a longtime Patreon supporter. We we really appreciate Amen. it. Indeed, just start my name off on the list again. That is true. Did I not yeah. say it? No, you did not say it. That's awful. That's I mean, awful. You said, my, you said my name like twelve times in this episode. So that's kind of fun. Did I so. Keith Thiessen? Um, <laughs> well, you did not read yeah. Keith Thiessen's name, and you, the- you made the contractual bad pun in the beginning, which as it's part of my rider. Whenever I'm on a podcast, somebody has to make a bad pun. Right. One that wasn't a pun. Uh, did I make the pun? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every single guy. It, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, it's a it, fake honestly, name. It, 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 it seems like <laughs> this that would make somebody like Keith decent not ever want to be on the show again. Well, he's been on three times. I think this is four. Is it? It might be. I think there was one, and then the second time I accidentally paid twice. <laughs> and it was the third time on purpose. This well, the third, the 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 first time and the second time were on purpose. The third time oh. was not on purpose, and this okay. is the fourth. Wow! So this is now officially the Keith Decent saga. <laughs> yeah, Apparently, yeah, yeah. I've been on your show almost as much as I've been on mine. <laughs> <laughs> well played, Keith. Well played. That's, that's funny. Well done. Um, anyways, thank you again for being on the show. We really appreciate the support and the love and, uh, and, and for being available tonight to record with us. So thank you very much. And to Thanks all our listeners out there, have a great week, guys. Bye, everybody. Bye. Be good. Yeah.